Hello everyone, welcome to an episode of In My Opinion. My name is John. My name is Lester. And my name is Jin. How hi, what's up guys? <laughs> <laughs> and today we have privilege, okay, to have someone who is very special to join us. Honestly, right, right, we were when when we shouted him out on, on social media, right, we were not expecting to get a reply, but look who's here. Okay. So we have Jin Hao Tan <laughs> with us, okay. I believe this man needs no introduction, but I mean for the benefit of people who, who are joining us for the first time and or using YouTube for the first time, right? Jian, how would you like to do a short introduction about yourself and tell us a little bit more about what you do? Ah, uh, I'm Jian Hao and I make videos. Yep. <laughs> Succinct. <laughs> okay, so maybe i just share with you all a little bit more to give you a little bit more background about, about Jian Hao, okay? So uh, I like to label him as one of the more OG YouTube creators of Singapore. Yeah, so uh, it's like having a, a social media big brother right now with us uh, and then he's, he's here to share with us a little bit more about what he thinks about the, the scene, about, about, about you know, whatever it is surrounding his, his content creation because I believe this is a man with a lot of wisdom to share and uh, that's why we have him here today. Yeah, and I think like, Jian Hao, like, he's known for his main channel content. I mean, he has 4 million subscribers but uh, I think little known is that there are a lot of other Con like channels that he actually is like managing as well like Trev Monkey or like Ladies First and all these uh, other channels that are a little yeah. bit like I'll say a bit different from what people immediately think of when you mention the name Jian Hao well, Firstly, I would just Firstly Sorry Yeah, no problem Sorry to cut you but <laughs> Firstly, I just want to say I watched, watched your podcast uh, the one about me and I think that you guys are so intelligent and I think that's one of the reasons why I wanted to um, do this as well because to have a real conversation because you guys are really, really intelligent like what a intelligent conversation you guys had about the whole scene and I thought Sneaky Sushi did a pretty decent job breaking down what, what and why I do, right? But you guys just completely rationalized it and um you know well done well done <laughs> thank you thank you so much yeah, just just wanted to acknowledge and give you guys props for that yeah thank you thank you i, I we just like to think that we only want to give people the right perspective of the fair perspective especially because it's very very easily to get sucked up into your own emotional discussions without understanding what exactly is going on and i want you i yeah. want to acknowledge the fact that you mentioned about sneaky Shushi's, uh video that came out recently because i thought i thought he did a fantastic job you know, and, and I'm yeah. glad that we share a similar understanding. Yeah. yeah. So it's great. Okay, so shall we dive into today's topics proper? Yes. Sure, let's go. Awesome. Okay, Alistair, would you like to come up with our first question and we can discuss it a little bit more? Yes, I would like to do that. Okay, so um, <laughs> I think like a lot of people, a lot of the misunderstanding or like the hate coming towards and how maybe is coming from a fact that they don't understand like the process of like YouTube or like the process of like making sketches or anything like that. They think it's very mm -hmm. easy or they don't understand the behind the scenes stuff. So I think the whole conversation will be mm -hmm. little like will be like shedding a bit more light about like the process and the hardship that go through that everyone's go through. Uh. So I think the first question sure. uh will be when you're script when we're scripting your main channel content, like what do you yeah. like look out for? What's your thought process like when you're trying to script a new video? Mm, uh, well I look out for virality. Okay. Um, on how, how, how viral it can go. Um, as a YouTuber, of course, you want views, right? So uh, I think that is one of the more important things. And then um, the trends, what trends can it hit? Um, let's say it, a few, let's say if we were to do a, like last year, or okay, let's say Christmas, um, we'll see what memes or whatever people are talking about during Christmas, we touch on those topics. Um, so that's how we fit it in. Then, of course, there's a story. Um, Contrary to popular belief, not every of our videos are the same. Um, we actually have a story 
So sometimes there may be uh, overlapping ideas because we are talking about the same character. It's a it's not only a format, but it's a genre. I would say it's a whole new genre that I created. It's it's literally a web series, but it's also videos on its own that people can watch and catch up with. I've done web series before, and I didn't want to continue because when you start at something like for, for example, I can I can name the whole series, the Titan Academy episode one, episode two, episode three, and you know what's gonna happen? Episode one is gonna get a lot of views. Episode two, a little bit less. Episode three, less, and. That's how it's going to go. That is the graph for every single um, web series on YouTube. Most web series. And so by me naming types of this, types of that, um, 12 students in the kitchen, <laughs> something like this, it gives people a reason to click without having to watch at any point. And that's what you want for your audience. And that's how you get new audience to, to let them come in. Like for example, Avengers do an amazing job at creating every movie so that any new viewer can just come in and catch up with the series without having to watch the previous movies. So that's sort of what I try to do. So yeah, virality, um, trends, and story. I think that's great because I think I think what you highlighted there is really, really important in the in the sense that like people don't need to play catch up. They don't need to watch something and then wonder to their friends, hey, you know, what's this inside joke moment that I do not get? And I think that is very, very important, yeah. you know, being in order to be relevant for, for a lot of times because exactly. I, I, I we hate to admit it, but like uh, attention spans are definitely getting shorter. People don't want to have to go backwards just to go forward. I mean, we are on YouTube. Uh, the YouTube attention span is not a secret, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think that it's still very um interesting that you that you chose types off as the format. Because I mean Well, I didn't choose it. Okay. Then what's the topic? I didn't choose it. Um, so I would say may many years ago, maybe if you call me OG, then people like NOC, uh, Genie Boy TV. Mm. Back then it wasn't Singapore scene, uh, it was Singapore and Malaysia scene. Okay. Right? Yeah. So because it, the audience was so small at the time, we shared the same audience. So um, Genie Boy, uh, the Ming Ting, Dan Koo, Germani from Malaysia side and from our side, me, NOC, Wabanana. Clearly, what worked was types of this, types of people, types of magician, types of <laughs> this. Obviously, obviously, even me during that time, right? I was like, I, I, I was looking at some of these YouTubers. I'm like, eventually they're gonna run out of something, right? You got types of magician, types of stewardess. What else you gonna come up with? So if you notice, my video is not just uh types of something. It's really uh. Basically, it's stereotyping people on a certain topic. Mm. So, for example, let's say I do um, types of people during quarantine. I, people can hate all they want, but let me tell you, it's a damn clickable title and people are going to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I will not dis uh, okay. disagree with that. <laughs> wait, 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 let me, any, anyway, um, that that's how everything started. We at that time we felt like mm, somehow this worked, so we did it. And NOC went on to continue doing more Singaporean content, and then they branched out in their own channel doing Food King and stuff. Uh, Wa Banana, indeed. Um, well, they they sort of shifted a little and then focused more on the Singapore crowd, I would say. And then there's me who, like Sneaky Sushi said, uh, hit out to the global audience. 
hmm. which is it's a lot of global audience. So you would say that really. the types of and like format is not just a Singapore thing, but it's more of like a global trend that is still existing. That's why it's still working. Yeah, of course. I mean, when people say uh, Singaporeans only do types of, right? It's not Singaporean YouTubers. It's YouTubers. YouTubers okay. all over the world do it. Okay. Just go onto the YouTube bar, search types of. Not just me. Even though <laughs> I'm going to be probably the first. A lot of others, if you scroll down. Mm. And that's something that people just don't realize. I mean, of course, it's e- it's really really easy to bash Singaporean YouTubers and say the have continue with the same narrative. It's always the same, right? But if you realize, it's not just Singapore. It's YouTubers because it is not a types of thing. It's not. It's. I mean, it is a criticism, but types of is a listicle. There's a psychology behind it, you know. Uh, so like how memes, like how memes. Um, memes is literally a short form of a joke, right? And with a with a with a picture, pretty 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 much that's what it is. And why why has why has jokes uh evolved to to this state? I mean, why have jokes evolved to memes? I mean, ask all the stand up comedians. They they craft such a long story to tell a joke to get that punchline. Why a meme just bam in your face because of attention span? Because of our generation, we are the internet generation. And if people don't keep up, then that's their choice. But that's how the audience consumes content now. And it's even though it's been uh we've been doing listicles for a while, it's not an outdated um ideology. Okay. Like if you see artic- articles, magazines, um, self-help especially, these kind of contents, they will always put things in listicles. So I mean that's my that that's my perspective. La. Okay, that makes sense. I, I I totally agree, you know. In fact, like I Personally, right, I feel that I am more of a consumer as much as I, I create content as well, right? But like I'm very much more a consumer than than someone that produces content. And uh, I would like mm-hmm. to say that, you know, this type of listicle contents this type of listicle format of content is not just restricted mm-hmm. to just relatable uh, scenarios in people's lives. Especially when it talks about like for example, I'm very passionate about gaming. So like when I play yeah. video games, right, I realize one of the things that people like to do as well is like types of like a certain type of character or types of like like if like, let's say let's give an example of Maple Story types of thieves, and then I realize that these these yeah. are the videos that always make it to the top of charts. So I I I don't doubt that there's some mm-hmm. there's some psychological effect going on right here, but and I don't doubt that yeah. it works. Well, it- it it's less intimidating and it's also easily digestible, so that's the psychology behind it. And I mean, even though the uh, there there is this article from Relevance that talks about how even though the length may be the same, if you present it in a non, I mean, if you present it in a listicle way, it may be much easier because there is a focus. It's like it's a okay. So this is something I always tell my team, right? Um, besides creating great content. You gotta greatly sell your great content. Okay. For example, a great title, a great thumbnail. For example, if I am a salesman, right, and if I tell you like three reasons why you should buy this mouse, you're gonna you're gonna listen to all three of my reasons, and then you are gonna remember. Oh, reason one, it fits the hand well. Reason two, it's not that expensive, cheaper than all the mouses in the market, and number three, I don't know, it looks good. You're going to remember that. But if I say all to you at once, there's a high chance it's going to get lost somewhere. Okay. That makes sense. I think like a, like a 
common thread amongst like most of the discussion so far is that is the fact that like we are all in a platform where we have to unfortunately chase views, especially for people like Jian Hao, who like people's rice bowl depend on him. So he can't just end up doing whatever the hell he wants and like not pay his employees. So um but I think that's where like most of the contention comes in is that a lot of people think that YouTubers should do what is uh artsy or do what is like good art. But uh, more often than not, what's good art and what is popular art is like almost at like a conflict. So uh I just yeah, yeah I just want to ask you like personally what what is that balance for you? Like how important is it to okay. like do good art and like at the same time be popular and like how do you strike that balance for your own channel? Okay, f- uh, firstly, I think we must all realize that we are slaves to YouTube's algorithm. This algorithm changes, and for us to succeed in this uh half place, right? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta really understand the algorithm of this thing to succeed, really, because it's tough. It changes sometimes, and you can create a masterpiece, but no one may watch it simply because you're not following their algorithm. Um, so I, I, that's one thing I try. But when, when, you, when you tell me about, um, you know, finding, creating art, art forms, right? Um, firstly, in, in my defense, I would say that um, we d- our videos really have improved as time goes by. Mm-hmm. And if, I mean, I would tell a lot of uh, the, the people who gave me that criticism that YouTubers make all the same videos, um, go watch one or two of my videos and I can almost promise you, you won't hate it. And a lot of people are judging it based on the title. It's like judging a book by its cover, you know. Um, it's, they're judging my videos by its title. But aside from that, I mean, let me just share a reality with you on whether what I prioritize, whether is it improvement of an art form or continue creating the same form of content. Mm. Or I, I would like to say, following uh, my own genre, which is, I mean, look, we have 39 employees in Titan, right? Mm-hmm. And imagine a time like this. And I mean, I'll, I'll tell you guys this because I like you guys. Uh, personally, I told all my, all, my, um, all my stuff. I said, guys, look, this is a bad time, a bad economy. We're going to be stuck in one month. For sure, it's going to extend. You know, a lot of people are going to lose their jobs. And I'm going to promise you that no matter what, you guys won't lose their jobs. No matter what, none of you are going to get a pay cut. If I have to, I will take it out of my own pocket. But we got to continue creating content. No matter what, we can't stop. We have to continue keeping our fans happy during this time. And we can't give up. It's going to be hard, but we're all in this together. And that's what I told my audience. Eh, Sorry, I told my staff. And... During this time, it's very difficult, right? So, if you put yourself in my position, right? Six, uh, uh, 39, sorry, 39 staff in a company goes up to about six-digit payroll number, right? Mm -hmm. What do you think would be more important to think of a new art form or to ensure that my team survives in this harsh world? to ensure that we thrive. Mm. And s- some may say, okay, Tianhao puts uh, business before uh, content creation. Or some, I mean, 
there will be arguments. A lot of people will argue he's a creator first, he's a businessman first. Mm. I personally would say I'm a leader first. It doesn't matter what comes first as long as I make my team happy and as long as I make the fans happy, all is good. Okay. So I think I think priority. I think there's there's something you said there that's really 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 important and that like uh you recognize that making your audience happy and especially during a difficult time extra happy is something that is very very yeah. very important. And this is something mm-hmm. that I, I really respect because I understand that like as as a fellow creator myself, right, this is definitely a very, very difficult time, but also a time for us to like, you know, potentially come up with new ways to keep our audience engaged. Yeah. Right. And it's great that like, you know, uh having uh having like a, a format that you fall back on and you know a way to keep the keep the keep the, 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 the fans coming in. And I think that's a fantastic business move that you have there. That like mm-hmm. I think Yeah a lot of, I, I don't know, maybe smaller creators do not consider this as much. And I think it's very easy for audience members to, to forget this. And you bringing that number of 36, 39, 39 people, bringing that number yeah. in, right, is something that really puts things into perspectives. Because, like, 39 people are not standalone people. They have families attached to them. They have loved ones attached families, to them. And this is they need their jobs. During yeah, this time, and this is something that you job. have to consider. Yeah. Because you are no longer yeah. just that one man holding a camera making the video. Yeah. But at the same time, right, I, 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 I'm not going to use that like, as an excuse and say, this is why I don't, I don't try new things out. I do try new things out, right? Okay. I, I, do have, uh, I do have a podcast. I have family vlogs that we're doing. Um, we, we, do, we try a lot of forms. And <laughs> if you actually study it, right, you will realize that as a creator, I do more different forms of content than most content creators out there. So the the criticism is actually quite ironic to say that Jianhao does the same content because I cannot find a content creator in Singapore that's involved in more different forms of content than myself. Okay. <laughs> that's that's okay, that's true. Because uh, he has a lot of other channels that I think a lot of people don't see. Or like yeah. it's not what immediately comes to mind. Because what immediately comes to mind is the class T1, T5 and like all the types of students video. And that's like what's everyone like basing their I, I would say their May, maybe because it's also one of the most recognizable channels because it's literally it his name. It is. Mm. Yeah. That's <laughs> my that's my name, yeah. <laughs> and, and and by the way, I I'd love if you guys would disagree on anything and then just share share with me your opinion. Because I'd love to hear that as well. Yeah. But um basically that that is that is really uh that's really um how I feel. And yes. Um, our our main channel videos, the the types of videos, gets a significant amount of more viewership, mm. and that viewership also happens to come from overseas. Mm. So I I know you guys had a conversation about how um about K-pop and how um Singaporeans can consume um American content, but Americans can't consume our content, right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing, I have more American audiences than Singaporean audiences. Huh. And that's one of the craziest statistics that uh, it's in my analytics. And I, I, I will show it to you. I will show it to you after this. Okay. Yeah. Mm, okay, I'm, I'm just going to put it out there for our people who are viewing. Okay, firstly, we encourage uh, you all to, to, you know, offer us new perspectives. You know, if you have something that you want to yeah. ask any, of, any three of us, right, please go ahead and comment so that we can understand a little bit better. But at the same time, you know, you, you I mean, I, I encourage y'all to be positive, lah, huh? Y'all don't just like, wow, well, you know, we invite him here, then his name down here, then suddenly y'all got a lot of things to say, then y'all say all nasty <laughs> things or nice things. Don't just say nice things, don't just say nasty I'm things. Sure Give they us won't. logical things. I think our, I think our audience are a pretty yeah. sensible group. Anyways, like the whole reason why I have okay, like just to preface everything, 
I, I'm not a fan of Chen Hao. <laughs> I don't particularly enjoy his content, but it's just maybe because it's not for me. And the stuff I do versus the sure. stuff he do is just like worlds apart. And I just like nah, never really got into his content. But at the same time, I feel like if you're, you cannot challenge your opinions, then your opinions are not worth holding on to. Which is why I mm-hmm. don't mind him having here, like having him on here and like actually listening to what goes on behind a very successful YouTuber. Because I mean, I can say whatever yeah. I want now, but I only have like what, 2,000 subscribers. So like, what, what do I know, you know? <laughs> so uh, I think... Go- I mean, he must be doing something right, right? <laughs> and like, I, I honestly, I, I firmly believe like the, the reason we have him here, if, if you are not, if like, you know, the people who are, who are trying to say that, oh, there's something wrong with the YouTube, YouTube, YouTube scene or whatever, and you're not trying to find out what he's doing right, then obviously you're, 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 you're not stepping forward, you know? Yeah. Because there yeah. must be something that's happening right. And if you do want to change that, in fact, it will be to everyone's benefit if we all tried it together. I, I mean, I also want to say one thing, which is um, this criticism, right? Even though it, it does seem loud, and even though I, I kind of blew it up by tweeting about it, right? <laughs> um, firstly, firstly, it's it's a small group of people. I I don't want to. I mean, I may have accidentally done this, but I don't want to make it make it sound like the whole world thinks like this, because it doesn't. It's mm-hmm. it's a certain group of people, a certain um group that consumes different content as well or maybe don't even consume content so it's also really unfair for me to to keep addressing this because i have amazing fans i have great support not just um f- fans but people in the industry who enjoy uh, my work who enjoy what i'm doing so to always address this also also a bit unfair to them mm Okay, okay, so actually, actually, one of the questions we actually have for you next was something that you that you answered earlier, which is whether you consider yourself more of a businessman or a creative, right? And I think you brought yeah. up an interesting point about being a leader, and I think this is something that mm. people don't typically, excuse me, people don't typically uh, experience about you, especially because they they see they see your work, right? They don't necessarily uh, see that side of you. Would you like to share a little bit more, right, in terms of you know having <laughs> to run this team, right? What are some of the what are some of the challenges that you that you encounter that people may that may fly under the radar? Wow. Um, well, I, I guess the thing the reason that um people would never see that side of me is be- also because they will never get a chance to see it. Right? They will mm-hmm. never get a chance to see me um behind the scenes. And even though we do behind the scenes, most of the time I don't get a chance to really show I still have to do work with someone else filming it but they won't get a, the chance to see how I interact with my team or how I um, bounce ideas around or how we how we plan stuff so by wa- just watching me on screen it's easy to dehumanize dehumanize me dehumanize me de- dehumanize you know, <laughs> yeah dehumanize me yeah. yes yeah so I, I, I guess that's that's uh, a lot of where this whole thing comes from um, but 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 yeah, uh, <laughs> what what were we talking about? <laughs> no, it's okay. No, because like like no, what what you mentioned about sharing about being a leader, especially because mm. you run Titan Media, right? So like yeah. like you know you know this is some maybe 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 we summarize it to one sentence. You want to encourage fans to do uh to understand their favorite creators better. You know what would be one thing you want to encourage your f- the fans to do. Not necessarily you. It could be it could be another creator that they respect, but you know, remember to not dehumanize them or something like that. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't don't dehumanize. <laughs> 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 I can't say that word. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, I can. But, but I mean, okay, you guys, you guys saw my latest video, right? The the one where I respond responded to all of this. Yeah. Um, I I feel like generally, the it is in our culture to bring creators down. Okay. Do you guys feel that? Do you feel that in Singapore there is a high level of cultural cringe which you may not see, um, in in other places? And this is also something that I spoke to with uh, Ming about just now in his podcast. Um, I feel that it's, it's very strange here that people are quite uh, reluctant to support local talent. Yeah. I, I think, I think it's, it's, uh, there's this culture in Singapore whereby uh, it's a very unspoken thing, but people like to see it when uh, quote-unquote uh, influencers fall. And like, yes. they like to see the downfall of people who are in prominent places, be it on a social platform or on mm. like a real life platform. Yeah. And I think like a lot of times this is very unfair because like they sort of piggyback on each other's opinions and it eventually just becomes a whole, a whole thing altogether yeah. without much understanding. And yeah, I agree, you know, and, I mean, and like it's very unfortunate, but I don't see it changing anytime soon also. La. But, but that's exactly how this blew up, you see. One one person with the cultural cringe, and then the next person, um, experiencing like I said, Schadenfreude. Everyone enjoys seeing somebody fall, and then on top of it all, the media comes in, reports on it. You know, certain news outlets um talk about it. There was even one, I mean, ridiculous by I think it was Cleo, um, eighteen scandals revolving Singaporean influences, something like this. Yeah, and this it. was inside, and I was like. You call this a scandal? <laughs> I mean, do you even know what a scandal is? I mean, this is even n- worth reporting. I mean, what does that say about about you? Um, okay. about, about your organization? But of course, I understand because they need to write stuff to, um, to gain, to get, to get views. They have a boss to answer to. Sure, I understand. This is the harsh reality of our world. This is the harsh reality of the sociology of all the all people, sadly. This is how things work. And hopefully, by my video, if people can watch it and understand where I was coming from, it's really that I understand this. Uh, I understand where this comes from. I understand uh, why people will feel like this. But I don't you think that we should all change and support each other? I mean, in Singapore, right? It's, I mean, out of all this, who, 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 who would win by let's say Tian House downfall, competitors, um, media, they win. Mm-hmm. Why? We are in the same industry. Yeah. We fight for the same clients. But being in this industry, I've realized that there is enough for everyone to share. It's more than enough. Okay. But with this mindset, right? People are they're just so deep into the whole competitive competitiveness of everything like I'm not even trying to compete with anyone I'm not I'm in my own competition with myself I'm constantly trying to improve I'm trying to top myself every single time but everyone else okay not everyone else some others will have will have and it's it's not their choice also it's it's the it's just the reality of our world Mm-hmm. And that's something that I hope, hope people can realize, just get themselves out of that, out of that mode and, and realize that it doesn't have to be like this. Mm. Yeah. Actually, you mentioned like, something I, very I interesting I, just now. Uh-huh. You know, when you mentioned about, you know, how, how people, like, like we were discussing about how, you know, people are very interested in seeing the downfall of uh, prominent people, mm-hmm. right? And you mentioned how, you know, certain media outlets covered this, 
right? In a very, I mean, to me, in a very strange twist of ironic fate, right? Isn't this also doing the same thing again? Trying to pander to what is popular, which is currently, unfortunately, in Singapore's culture, I mean, watching people the, fall. I mean, that's why something like this can even become is, a scandal. Yeah. I mean, you guys doing a podcast of this is also... I mean, I'm sure that's the reason, right? Because it's something popular. People are talking about it. That's just the reality of, of the media. Mm. Yeah. I think like John... <laughs> okay, I, I won't say like for me... I think we've touched on like hate and like about like Stroyden Florida and like people wanting to see influencers fall. I don't know whether it's because I'm like too small, but so far everyone's been very supportive. But I think okay. like... I'll let me share, let me share the... Uh, let me share something. Schadenfreude, this experience, it also it also um has to deal with supporting the underdog. You see, I realized that Singaporeans love to support an underdog. So yeah. what 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 people? Okay, maybe not just Singaporeans. People in general, they will pitch, like let's say, pitch creators against each other. You know, even though we may not be competitors, but if we're doing similar, even in the similar industry, people will say things like NOC is better, or Tianhao is better, you know, and and obviously that creates animosity. And let's say if there is a smaller YouTuber, right, they will say that, oh, this YouTuber is better. This YouTuber deserves more views. Why does this YouTuber only get like 10,000 views while Tianhao gets 10 million views? This YouTuber is so underrated, you know. Tianhao doesn't deserve this. Tianhao should go down and this YouTuber should go up. And that is, that, that, I mean, how, how childish. But at the same time, that's, that's what it is. Mm. Okay, that's true. I think the underdog why can't all cre- Why can't all creators just lift each other up? And honestly, just because I don't collaborate with one certain creator does not mean that I hate them or I want to see them die. I want to see all of them thrive, you know? Okay. So I, I, just, I just want to ask because like, you okay. know, I, 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 based on what I'm getting here today, okay, something that's a little bit off from, from, from what we have prepared, okay? I want to ask you in your own personal opinion. I want you to give me a personal answer that is not, not you know, are you jaded by the Singapore YouTube con- like community? And I mean, uh, maybe, maybe the Singapore viewership community in general. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100% jaded. Then oh, what is the hurt. top thing on your list that you would like, you know, you, that you wish in an ideal world, right, would change? I, I wish they would support Singaporean creators. I, I really wish that. And it's not about me anymore because I, I, I feel like I've passed that uh, in a, not trying to even humble brag, but I have achieved a certain level of success that I do not need to make Basically, I do not need to please everyone. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the truth. I do not need to please everyone. But the reason I made my last video is because if I can, if my, if I can voice this out and if people can realize this, then hopefully in the future, any creator will be able to create what they want with a, a, with a more open mindset and not being so scared of people, not being so scared of making mistakes. Obviously, you have to make mistakes to, um, to learn, right? Yes. But I feel like the creators seen in Singapore, they're so scared, they're so jaded. If you, if you don't start your first video with something big, with something awesome, with high production, then 
the mindset here is if you don't do that, you, you're not going to go further, mm. which is why a lot of creators don't do it. And the ones who do, they feel like, okay, they need to get all the equipment. They, if they can't do their own production, they need to hire a production crew. They can't just stand in front of camera and create content anymore. And sadly, that's, that's, how, that, that's, how, it's, that's how it's happening. And even like, even you go out, I mean, it is indeed our culture. You go onto the train, right? Or go anywhere. Firstly, they don't let you shoot anything in Singapore. Literally, almost any, anywhere, businesses or uh, anywhere, no one is supportive of creators. Okay. You know that? So like, mm, what's some personal um, experience about that? How, how difficult is it to just go to somewhere and say, can we shoot? No, must get approval, security guard coming in, uh, get more approval, how many days approval. I mean, I'm so sick of that word approval, you know. Um, I mean, for us, right, now I'm so sick of like having to find approval. I just built something. But what about the, what about the other creators? How are they going to get these resources, right? Yes. Firstly, there's that. Then second, they go somewhere, they hold a camera, people judge. People, people judge and like, oh, what this guy doing? What this guy think he what? What kind of, what kind of, what was he trying to do? Huh? Who do you think you are holding a camera? You think you're famous? Huh? You know, people will say stuff like that. And it's very sad. And then you will never see people grow unless you have approval, unless you have big ass production crew, unless someone holding a boom mic. How many cameras? Then people be like, wow, oh, so cool. Huh? Come, come, come. Oh, this is sickening, sickening kind of... <laughs> attitude but, <laughs> but it happens and i guess um basically we're just not we're not used to it we're not used to it we're not used to this so like okay so yeah. like personally uh, i i yeah definitely agree like because i try to do short films and a lot of times i uh, even when i want to shoot short films a lot of the locations i have to think beforehand i go like okay i definitely cannot shoot in a mall I definitely cannot do this. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely cannot do that. So guess what? The story gets compromised because sometimes maybe you need it to be in a mall. Who knows? So like... Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and which, is, which is why it's so difficult. Short films. Short films is so difficult. Hmm. Really. Or, or to even do something general to... Uh, re- I don't know. I think... I guess, right? People are also afraid that you will make something look bad or you will make their business look bad yeah. and they don't want and hence they don't want to associate uh, themselves with you mm. people also get a bad impression of YouTubers um, and which is not necessarily true or which is not necessarily deserved but there there is a certain stigma to a YouTuber because of the well I, I mean look at the news right you mm. you search YouTuber Often the narrative is something not nice yeah. or something about how much how much they are earning. Mm. I think like we John and I actually talked a little bit about this point in like the previous podcast. So if you haven't seen it, you can definitely go and check it out. But okay. to summarize, we basically said that like a large part of the Singapore YouTube community is not just the YouTubers, it's the viewers, it's the consumers and it's society. Because like whatever you guys put on like the top right will be what is the popular trend. And whatever you guys appreciate will be mm-hmm. what the creators will end up doing. But so, exactly. so like, technically speaking, the fact that we are not improving is like almost like a mirror to like how society is as well, especially in Singapore, there's like uh, a little bit less like... But that's not a fair statement. Okay. I think we are improving. And how? how? I think we are how improving. So? I, I, I see a lot a lot more creators. Okay. Um, I, there, there are significantly more creators than when I first started. Mm. When I first started, it was 
all I knew was myself, NOC, Dikosh, and um, <laughs> Eden Ang, uh, <laughs> Wah Banana. Yeah, okay. at, at that time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But now there's a lot more. There's a lot more variety. Mm. Um, but let me tell you, uh, most of them are also struggling because of. Uh, firstly, our market is not a, not not a great not a great uh not a great market. Mm. Um, too small. Often the the yes, too small. I mean, our population is too small. Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> That's why that's why for me it makes sense to go uh to appeal on a global stage. Um not just numbers but also in terms of um at at revenue. Mm. It really is much easier overseas. Yes. But I mean in, in Singapore right it's hard to start from nothing. It is, it is. Mm. And if you don't have a company backing you mm. up or you don't have uh any um, if you don't already have a, a team, it, it's really difficult to compete. And the thing about this um, this place is everyone's competing. Mm. There's not much support. There's not much of a community here. Everyone is just trying to compete. Mm. You know, and the only time where you see real collaboration, no, I wouldn't. Even, I wouldn't even call it real because most of it is. It's it stems from some government fund, some government campaign. Oh, uh, you know, okay. uh, I'm I'm re I'm really not gonna name name anything because yeah. I mean we're we're all just trying to survive. Mm. But the truth is, how how often does a creator step up and say, "Let's collaborate. Mm. I'm down for this." Mm. Okay, mm. it's it's not it's, it really is not often, unless the Someone comes in and say, "Hey, we let we're gonna sponsor this video. Bam, here's some money. And for this campaign, um, our client would also like to have uh X creator, Y creator, Z creator. Can you make it happen? Then of course you can make it happen. Mm. But, but what kind what kind of a community do we have right now? Mm. Not not a big one. And that for me that's that's the reason why I try to build my own community." Which is why we have so many channels under under one company, um, because like you said, I am quite jaded uh, by the past few years and mm. what happened, and there there has also been a lot of stuff that's gone behind the scenes, uh, and generally yeah, is is very competitive, not mm. just not just between people, mm. but the audience also sort of stems into at that competitiveness. So, yeah. Okay. So I think YouTube has more or less become a place that is not just for 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 creative cre for creation. You know, it has more or less become a marketplace, and this has definitely contributed. Yeah. You know, to what you mentioned about competition and you know making it a difficult place for for people who just want to make things. Yeah. Mm. But at the same time, there's any industry, right? There's that's almost true. any industry, right? Mm -hmm. Right. I guess uh, that's that's the that's so the I mean, give and take, right? As something yeah. grows into more more industrious, right? We lose that old town essence that used to make it interesting, mm. you know. So mm, I guess yeah. you know that's a little bit of an impasse, but definitely you know there's definitely some things that we can do about it, But like I mean, there's another topic for another time, I believe. Mm. I think you yeah. can go on to the next question. I think this is a rather like a uh, rough question to ask, but I think it's very. I would like to know your opinion about this. Like from a third person's point of view, right? Like you yourself looking at your own content, are you a fan of your own content? Like would you watch it? Personally, 
okay, personally, I, I, <laughs> I, um, good, good, very, very good question, and I, I don't watch uh, my own content after two months because I see a pass. Okay, I am very harsh and critical on myself. Okay, like maybe people won't see it, right? But. I am so critical on myself. It's almost unfair to. I know it's unfair to myself, and which is why I am a very stressed out person. Um, mm. which sometimes it can it can bring me to quite a tough mental state. Mm-hmm. But there are time. I mean, there are times where I see myself on camera and I'm like, guys, just turn it off. Stop. Stop watching. Stop watching our old videos. Not because I hate it. Not because I don't like it. Or not because I feel that it isn't good enough. Okay. But because I feel like. I can do better. Mm-hmm. You guys must understand one thing, right? Um, f- f- to create content on a weekly basis and every single year is so difficult. A lot of the reason for where I am today is because of the consistency. Um, sometimes you talk about quality or quantity, right? Um, there needs to be a mixture of both. Mm-mm-mm. There has to be. You give me one year, I don't make any video. I will make a damn amazing piece of master art. Okay. But because I have to create videos every week, mm-hmm. I don't have the luxury of time of resources to do that. Mm. So a lot of times uh I give myself a deadline and I tell myself that if I if I let, let's say right this let's say I need a video by um Sunday by Tuesday if I can't come up with a brilliant brilliant idea I'm just going to choose something stick to it and do whatever I need to do and then we can do something brilliant next week because we do videos every single week mm. you know how the frequency is is so much that there has to be a balance between quality and quantity yeah but I mean, if you give me, like, yeah, and 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 to me, right, the important thing here is, is um my my dedication to our audience. Okay. It's not. I'm not making videos for myself here. Okay. You know. Yeah. I'm also not making videos for um the critics. Mm. I'm not here to prove anyone wrong, and I don't need to prove anyone anyone wrong, right? I mean, I'm I'm just here to make videos for the people who love my videos. And oftentimes, in fact, 99% of the time, if you ask my viewers, would you rather Tianhao continue every single week or you give him a few months off and he creates one very nice different video? I think you guys know the answer, right? Yeah. they rather say every single week. In fact, I already get stuff like, I don't care if you have to just vlog or just shoot yourself talking in front of a camera with a phone. I want that. And that happens when I don't upload for two two weeks, three weeks. Mm. So I know the I, I know my audience and I think it's important for every creator to um do what your audience loves. I think that's why I, I think the connection yeah. sorry, I think the connection is very important for me and which is why the reason I started this and it's also how I built such a strong, strong audience, um, loyal audience, is because that we put them first. Mm. Yeah. I think there's like one very f- uh, 
there's this one person who does like basically he does illustrations and renders every day. He does he does it daily, uh, and he does it. He has been doing it for the last twelve years. I remember there's one video that I made, uh, that I saw that he made. Basically, he is going through his process and he said something along the lines of like, I don't view the end product as the dailies. I do the end product as the as the fact that I did it for twelve years. So my art is the twelve years accumulation of everything I've done for every day. It's not the individual daily stuff. So he doesn't really care too much whether the individual stuff is bad. He just wants it out. And I think brilliant like, example. Brilliant example. Yeah. Yeah, I think like it's a a lot of people like underestimate how difficult it is to come up with a weekly video. Like even for me, I do a podcast with like minimal editing already. Right, coming up with a video every week right stresses me out, and because I also at school, and like yeah. it's so stressful like having for to sure. ideate, having to get yeah. John on, and like and like being able to like edit in mm. time for the Tuesday release. So like. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine coordinating, right? I mean, our series, you see other YouTube channels, right? They don't do this. We have over 20 people, 20 cast people in a 10-minute video. And these people have schools, they have jobs. Not all our talents are uh, in, in-house or full-time. Some are, but majority are not. They have their own lives uh, to live. So to coordinate that is very difficult. And also, right, if you, if you realise... A lot of times, their screen time is only like less than 30 seconds. But they have to make their time to come and the shoot is one whole day. I mean, the returns, the effort and returns doesn't really make too much sense for them every single time, right? But they still do it, which is something I appreciate. The dedication of the talents, the team is so high, Mm. which is, I mean, you have school. I have a daughter. I have, uh, <laughs> I have a lot of uh, business, boring business meetings that I don't want to do. But as a as a you know a CEO, I have to do it. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's difficult. But I I I I appreciate my position, and indeed, you are right. Um, to judge me one based on one video, maybe it would be unfair. I think my work is indeed really an accumulated work of um, everything and also how my channel gave birth to so many different channels I think I'm really I'm really really proud of that because the amount of teams I've built the the, the jobs I've given and the the, commu- the small community that I've built in Titan is it's something that I really treasure mm-hmm. and, and rightly so and rightly so I feel that it is, it is perfectly right that you're proud you should be proud of all these achievements as well la. and like, I strongly encourage especially because I agree with everything that we're talking about and I strongly encourage our viewers especially uh, whenever you whenever you watch anyone for that matter, okay, I encourage you to go and find out a little bit more in and think think deeper on how this end product became the end product. Just to understand and empathize a little bit more because you don't necessarily have to be a creator to understand how, uh, you know, what, what labels are. And this will give you a better insight into what people do and help you understand, you know, the end product better. It's like how sometimes I get excited as a video, as a video content creator. You know, when I go to the movie, I'll be like, hey, you know, this is a fantastic scene and I understand how difficult it goes and I appreciate it a little bit more. So if you're able to see, for example, the okay. storytelling, the camera work and all that kind of thing and then you try to watch something that people create, maybe, you know, the first thing that comes into your head might not be criticism, you know? It might be like, that's cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, for, for, for example, right? I mean, just because you use the Apple, Apple uh, example in your podcast, um, let's say Apple... Maybe iPhone 11, iPhone 12, they, they've, it, it may just be a phone. It may look like the past version, slightly different. But can you 
is it fair to say that Apple makes the same stuff? Is it fair to say that uh, Apple should not make iPhones anymore and because it's stale, like how some of the news outlets call it stale, and let's let's make some, you know, smart spoons instead. Do you think that's a... F- I mean, it's, it's, it's a bit weird, right? So, um, yeah, the, the iPhone should be judged on um, the last 12 to 15 years of research mistakes and um, things in technology and how technology has grown. Mm. Similar, similar to this. I mean, it's, it's a very strange uh, but parallel example. You know, I mean, it makes it makes a whole lot of sense actually because like you know technology especially is the best way to, the it's also I feel another place whereby there are like a lot of haters because people like to take camps and then it yes. gets a little bit like funny yes. and weird and I, I don't really get that because I'm not mm. I'm not a tech, tech fan but like you know it gets really strange and weird yeah, and then like it gets very very unfair yeah, and then yeah, it yeah. feels like people start to get emotional about things that don't really matter and I cannot understand and then people <laughs> like to argue and they get upset and then after <laughs> that you cannot deny numbers right you talk about you argue 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 in yeah. the end the numbers do not lie and and but and, and the thing is right uh, most people can only have one phone they only have one phone it's either apple or android mm-hmm. right but who is to say that if you watch one creator you can't watch another creator mm. so why is there such competitiveness or why is there such heat in in this whole thing we should all like learn to love each other love our community so that it can grow and then support each other I think the viewers, you know, the view- viewers especially, sometimes we forget, you know, how important it is, you know, when we contribute as viewers as well. And like, and like you know, being, being, being people who, who criticize constructively, right, as compared to people who just, you know, comment on something and then, you know, just, ah, I know this thing sucks. It, it, it does not add any value to the community that you, con- that, you, that you are such a big part of as well. You know, and it's just not fair yeah. to yourself because... You know, you just go there and then you just complain. It's like going, it's like, you know, an old person going to a fruit store, complaining the fruit sour, but they don't tell the store owner. Yeah, but like, as much as I'll say, I really say this, I'm just, as much as not, a, I'm not a fan of Jen House content, I do respect him a lot as like a creator and like as a, as like someone that Thank grew you. a lot. And I think that Thank like, you. as much as I'm Thank trying, I that. <laughs> as much as I'm trying very hard to uh, grow bigger and hopefully maybe change the game and like maybe hopefully change the way Singaporeans consume their content. Like as of now, I have a lot. To, I I understand that I have a lot to learn, uh, and there's a lot to learn from him, and that's something you cannot deny. Uh. And having said that, I think we are coming to the end of our one-hour podcast. I think is there any other final thoughts from the both of you? No, actually, I, I just I just realized you know we have something good going here, and I just want to ask you know Tian Hao especially. Sure. Firstly, thank you so much for being here with us, and I want I want you to you know after all this is an initiative that was started by Alistair, okay? And I I mean. For someone who has been in the scene for so long, I want you to advise my friend here. If you were to give him one piece <laughs> of advice, okay, what's one thing? Maybe not mm-hmm. just for him, but for any small creator that is like hoping to, to eventually, you know, grow into something that people will like. Because I believe, and and at the bottom line, for all of us, when we create content, we just want people to like our things. What is one piece of advice you will want to give a small creator like us, like him? You know. Okay. Uh, I would say. Find what works for you and stick to it and don't care what people say. Just stick to it. Mm. Because if it works, there's a reason it works. Mm. Right? Yeah. So find what works for you and stick to it. Um, I, 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 I must admit that I have experimented with tons of uh, content in the past. And some may have worked, some may, have, may, may not have worked. 
And it took me about five years of being on this platform to finally find uh, my style, to create my, my own genre, um, to find something that the audience will consistently stay here for. And it, it really took me a while. And five years of just trying things out, um, trying things that would go viral, um, it, a lot of times it's really a lot of effort and it didn't work out. Mm. So find, find what works for you, especially if you are in the um, beginnings of your content creation journey. Yeah. I would say um, exp- experiment more. Mm. And experimenting is a luxury that um, you will eventually lose once your channel gets big. And that, that's, it's very hard to disagree with me on that mm. because a lot of creators have subscribers that will subscribe to them for one type of content. Yeah. And the moment you change, the moment you do something else, they would say you, you, you no longer do what they subscribe uh, to you for. Like it flops, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, not 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 mm. even if it flops, you know. If I mean, <coughs> I imagine this. I mean, it, it it's almost impossible. But imagine if I make an emotional short film every single week. After this, I'm gonna have out of this four million subscribers, a lot of them are gonna say, "I'm not here for this emotional stuff. I'm not here for this artsy stuff." All I want is just something that can brighten my mood, that can that I can relate to. Where is that? I'm gonna unsubscribe, and and I do get that. You know, um, every time I change, we we do reinvent ourselves, contrary to popular belief. So uh, when we do that, you you can see I follow the analytics every single day. I will see a drop. Okay. Yeah. So I think being consistent is is good. Once only once you found your once you found um, your style. Mm. And, and that's why I created a lot of channels as well. Um, if you notice, right, channels which do just one type of content, strangely enough, are the channels that, that grow. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah. especially, for example, you are, you are a gamer, right? Yes. Um, John? Yes. So if you play, if you, if, you, if you notice gaming channels, right, a lot of those gaming channels that grow so fast are the channels that play only one game and they keep playing it. Yeah. <laughs> right? I get it. So th- there is some truth to um, this. Mm. So I guess, and, and for example, right, uh, I recently um, started my second channel or the family channel. Yeah. Um, so that it has become a platform that I really enjoy experimenting or I really enjoy um, connect, reconnecting with my fans, which is something that I didn't really have over the past maybe one or two years because um, I have this pressure on myself to have such uh, heavily well-produced, well-scripted um, content on the main channel mm. that if I were to upload something simple, um, it it just doesn't do do the job for me. I just don't feel. Mm. I ju- I just don't feel that the that channel deserves something um new or something, some something experimental. So I do that on my um new channel, and I must say it's it's quite enjoyable uh, as a creator to connect. Mm. I think for me the the whole the whole um my main thing is to connect with the audience. Um, okay. for others perhaps it's exploring forms of art. Perhaps for you, it's telling a story, yeah. Alistair. Mm-hmm. But uh, for me, it's mainly um, really just connecting with the fans. 
I think that's a nice way to end it, right? That's a nice sentiment. Yes, to end absolutely. Yes. So, like, I mean, uh, just a fi- just a final word to everyone else you know who's watching. I think this is very very important. You know, whenever you watch, you must also try to understand the intention of what the creator is trying to do. And I think this, yeah, indeed, is a great way to end it. Thank you so much for watching, guys. And uh, if you want yeah. more content, just comment down below. Any questions, I will I actually answer every single comment. So guys, go and comment, and I will answer you guys. As yes, well. and I mean, if you if you have suggestions for people who you want to see us, you know, talk to next, and to find out a little bit more about the people behind what you see, right, or or whatever, whoever they can be. I mean, if you want to shout out PM Lee, please go ahead. It'll be great if we can talk to PM Lee. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean, it's been a privilege. Thank you so much, Tian for joining so us much. today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much, guys. Stay safe during Circuit Breaker. Bye.